Yo, today's QOD is, if you wanna have more, you have to become more. Here we go. of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton to SeanCroxton.com. We got Darren Hardy back on the show. He's going to talk about a topic that we've covered many times. You know, you might take a course, you might want to get a certain result, and you're thinking about what is it that you have to do to get the result. But remember, my friend, the creative formula is be, do, have. It all begins in who you are being and who you're becoming. But that sometimes can sound very abstract, like, what are you talking about being? And so Darren is going to give you an exercise that you can do and also a question that you can ask so you can become the person who does the things so you can have the things that you want. Darren Hardy's coming up. Here's the next key. It's not what you need to do behavior-wise that's going to make the biggest difference. It's who you need to become. This was the second day that changed my life was the day that I met my mentor, Mr. Jim Rohn, November day, 1994. Back of the room of a seminar just like this, he stood on stage leaning over a lectern and he said, how many people here want to have more? And I'm like some of you, I didn't raise my hand, right? But inside I was going, yeah, I want to have more. I want to have more money, have a bigger business, have a better body, what have you. And so I was ready to write down what he was going to tell me to do. Now, at that point, I'd had some success in my life, but I was doing it through brute force. I mean, just painstakingly out-failing, out-rejecting, you know, just going for it and battered and bruised and bloodied. I couldn't do anymore, but I was going to write it down and see what else I needed to do. Instead, he said, if you want to have more, you have to become more. And this was a twist of logic that I had not heard before. He said, success is not something you pursue. What you pursue eludes you. He says, it could be kind of like chasing butterflies. He said, instead, Success is something you attract by the person you become. Let me give you an example of this. So when I was uh, late 20s, I was ready to be married. I was ready to find my mate. So it was a rainy three-day weekend, and I sat down with an empty journal, kind of getting a theme of how I orchestrate my (laughs) transformational moments, and I just wrote down everything I wanted in a woman. I mean, to great detail, what kind of family, what kind of culture, her tastes in food, where she wanted the vacation, down to the texture of her hair and and the, the, the softness of her skin. 40 pages I wrote down. Right. And then I could hear Jim Rohn's voice in my head. What you pursue will elude you. Instead, it's who you need to become. So I took the rest of the weekend and wrote down the answers to a couple of questions. The woman that sits on these 40 pages, what kind of man does she want? And then who do I need to become in order to be worthy and attractive to the woman on the previous 40 pages? And I wrote down everything that I needed to become. And it took another 40 pages. And as a result of this, and I'm telling you, some of this stuff works, I don't know, I can't explain it scientifically. Just some, it, some of it just works like magic. So I did end up writing, who do I need to become in order to be worthy of the 
woman on the previous 40 pages. And if she were peeled off the pages of my journal to almost crazy, scary details is my beautiful wife, Georgia. I mean, as if she had come out of nowhere. So I can't explain how this works, but I'm just saying it works. So when you think about the kind of people that you want to do business with, what kind of clients you want, write down, what kind of clients do you want in your business? And then ask yourself the opposite question. What kind of vendor, supplier, expert, or business do these kinds of clients want to do business with? And are you living that standard? What kind of people do you want working for you? Employees and staff. Write down all the qualities. Positive, committed, disciplined, enthusiastic, passionate, loyal servant. And then ask yourself the opposite. What do these kind of people want to work for? And are you exemplifying each and every one of those attributes? There's the disconnect between what you want and who you are with the capability of actually achieving it. So homework assignment, take each goal, write out who you need to become to accomplish them. Not what you need to do, incidentally, who you need to become. And success will be attracted to you. And then start small. You don't need to go out and make giant leaps. You don't need to leave here and set the world on fire. Start small, let me give you an example. I did a turnaround for this educational software company out of Waco, Texas, Edu uh, Creative Education Institute. And I had a woman there that worked for me. Her name was Beverly. And I entered a, a, a room where she was having a conversation with some of her other colleagues. And she was talking about a friend who was going to run a half marathon. And she said, oh, I wish I could run a half marathon, but, you know, there's no way. And I, I walked in the room. I said, Beverly, you, you could totally run a half marathon. Why not? And she had... Um, had two children, been three or four years since she had her uh, child, and she had gained a lot of extra weight that she had not been able to part with. She says, oh, I could never do that. I get winded going up a small flight of stairs. I said, well, I know that you can, but let me ask you, why would you want to run a half marathon? She said, oh, well, my 20-year high school reunion is next fall. I would love to look fabulous for that. And I'm like, great, there's the motivation. If I can show you a plan where you could run a half marathon and never experience pain, a painless plan to run a half marathon, would you take me up on the challenge? She's like, there's no way I can run a half marathon without experiencing any pain. I said, is it a deal? She said, it's a deal. So here's what I had her do. I said, just map a one mile loop around your house with your car, just drive it, and then walk it three times over the next two weeks. She did it. I said, now I want you to walk it three times a week for two weeks. No problem, everybody can walk, right? No big deal. And then I said, now we just wanna do a slow jog until you become breathless. As soon as you become breathless, just stop and walk the rest of the way. She got up to a quarter of a mile. She got up to a half, three quarters. It took her three weeks to get up to three quarters of a mile, okay? Long time. Now, it was almost two months before she could run a single mile. Now, a lot of you are thinking, dude, you know, half marathon is like 13 some odd miles. One mile ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> so here's what I had her do. I said, just increase one eighth of a mile each time you go out. That's only 300 steps further than the last time. That's it. And so doing 300 steps further than the last time that she was already comfortable with doing, in six months, she was running nine miles. And in nine months, she was running 13 and a half miles. This is Beverly today. She lost 50 pounds. She's run four full marathons. She couldn't go up a half a flight of stairs before. Now, just starting small. So whether you think you could run a full marathon or a half marathon or run nine miles, each and every one of you could if you just do it small and incrementally over time.
That was Darren Hardy. His website is DarrenHardy.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Darren Hardy, The Secret Hard Friggin' Work. All right, my friend, we um, we had Mel Robbins on the show a couple weeks ago, and she uh, brought a couple people on stage and helped them out. And uh, we're going to play another two of those tomorrow. So make sure you don't miss it. I'll see you then. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.